Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 229. It's your boy, A-Dub. Hey, boys, Jersey. What's up, Slack fam? Welcome back, yo. Welcome back. We're back in the building. And um, I'm going to be honest, man, right out the get-go, man. Um, this is going to be a tough one for me. We got to talk about the Cowboys for sure. It was an interesting weekend, the first weekend of, of, of the playoffs for sure. And we're going to go through that in a, in a minute. We're going to go through game by game, but definitely we'll be addressing the nonsense that we saw with the Cowboys. But um, first things first, though, you know what we got to do. We got to welcome in our family and do a little yeah. bit of check-in and everything like that. So um, I do see a, a, a lot of people in the building already. That's what's up. We got moms. Yeah, mom and daughter. We got pops. Kelly, Stephanie Washington, yep. Unc, and Grace. Yeah. That's what's up. Welcome in, everybody Crazy, that's man. commented so far. We appreciate y'all, Slack fam, and uh, definitely keep the comments coming because we know you know we love to have you as part of our show. And um, and uh, Unc says it's a frozen Texas. How no, you know, I was gonna say, stay warm, Unc. I I seen it, man. It's crazy over there right now. Like it's. It's crazy how cold it is over there. They got like they got a crazy cold front, man. So you know, stay warm, Unc. Yeah, hopefully the power grid can can hold up. Yeah, uh, for sure. And Stephanie Washington, do we have to? Unfortunately, we do. <laughs> I know you're ride or die, and I do want to say, Stephanie, I appreciate your you know some of your Facebook posts of you know just talking about how you're going to be staying loyal because I'm the same man. It's like it sucks, but here we are. You know, we Cowboys fans, we kind of we kind of go with 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 the flow with that, and we are used to this type of uh, letdown, unfortunately. So, <laughs> oh, man. Um, but everything else good with you, though, Strizzy? Uh, how, how are you feeling? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> it's funny. You know, I, I didn't have any, obviously, any uh, any football playoff woes. But I, I literally picked up my phone a little bit ago, and this dude posted, um, you know, just a reminder, you know, the first 24, the first current 24 picks for the, the draft next year. I just see at the very top, you know, Panthers, but basically it's going to the Bears, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I just – I felt good, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's hurt my feelings this weekend. And then, you know, all of a sudden yeah. I just see – I see this. No demo. We don't have our first-round pick after winning two games for the season. So – Catching straight bullets. Yeah, I'm catching, you know, I'm catching strays, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it's unfortunate. But, you know what I mean? I'm doing I'm doing good. I can't complain, you know. Health is good. Kids are good. How about you? Same, yeah. Everything's – uh, everything's going well, you know, I'm definitely blessed and, um, you know, back, getting back into a routine. Uh, yesterday was MLK Day, though. We got to go out and, and do some service. So uh, Grace, uh, you know, found a spot for us to go serve. So that was really cool. Um, so, so yeah, so it was a nice little weekend, but I'm uh, ready to get back to business for sure um, and excited to talk some sports. So All let's right. go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and pull up these graphics and uh, get into our first topic. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Tune to NFL, NFL talk. talk. Let's get it. So, as we talked about, we are going to go game by game. Um, Saturday morning, the first game was the Texans hosting the Browns, and the Texans came out in a big way, uh, forty-five to fourteen. We know the Browns had kind of that veteran presence, but uh, rookie CJ Stroud was sharp early, and they jumped out to a big lead and then handled business. So, uh, what were your thoughts about the Texans? Heartbreak. <laughs> just every time I see this man balling out, I just keep thinking to myself, this is who I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is who I wanted. This is who should have been the first round pick. And I just, I love seeing him elevate his players, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this team won three games last year. Uh, you know, before before Stroud and, and Coach Ryans came through, nobody was talking about the offensive line of the Texans. No one's talking about Nico Collins being a a threat as a whiteout, you know what I mean? Like right. paper before the season started, you're looking at this team, like who's their best offensive weapon and Antonio Pierce, their running back, you know what I mean? And even he didn't have the greatest year this, this past season. So, you know, you look at everything that he did clear, clear runner for, for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I thought it was a wrap. I was like successful season. You know what I'm saying? They, they got to the playoffs. They won the division. Um, so hats off for a first year for them. And I, I really thought Browns were going to take it and they destroyed them. No, San Texas destroyed the Browns. So, man, like, like tell you, he, he's making me a low key fan, you know, saying out of the Texans a little bit. I just, I love watching him play, man. He's as of right now, I know it's only his rookie year. Hopefully there's no sophomore slump, uh, which yeah. I don't see happening because he's got great coaching staff behind him. Um, and he's played these last, what, four or five games without Tang Dell. Uh, right. so, Man, I just feel like, you know, the future is extremely bright in Texas. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shouts out to the kid, man. They they balled out this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, 
I was shocked, but definitely, definitely pleased by it. You know, being kind of like, like you kind of said, kind of becoming fans and kind of rooting for them and watching them throughout the year, talking yeah. about them a lot. And um, they did a great job and the defense really stepped up. Those turnovers yeah. made a huge difference. So um, we'll, we'll talk about next week's playoff matchups in a, in a minute. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, but definitely, definitely very uh, happy for the Texans and for CJ Stroud, for sure. Definitely. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, the pickums. Um, you guys talking about the pickums in there, and we will talk about it now. But I'll, I, uh, Stephanie Washington mentioned that her coworker Alex, he got all the picks right this week. So he picked all the upsets right. He picked the favorites right. Um, nice. so he did a great job. It was definitely a rough week for everybody else. Everybody else had like one or two right, and then um, homeboy had six right, and that's his second Super Bowl square um for the year. Or so. So great job, Alex. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got to yeah. figure out what his secret is, Stephanie. Uh, you know, saying let us know. For sure. Um, let's keep it moving to this game, which was kind of as expected, but still I was very impressed by the Chiefs' defense. Um, yeah. It was cold, and I think that that did affect the game. We talked about that a little bit, but the Dolphins just were unable to get really too much going outside of one big splash play to Tyreek Hill, which he's always good for seven. That's why he's such a great player yeah. in that sense. Um, yeah. But um, but Kansas City definitely handled business. And, um, yeah, your thoughts on that game? Yeah, man, nothing crazy. I think we all kind of knew that, you know, where this game was going to go. It's going to be a little, entirely a little too cold, you know, for them. And um, KC defense, you know what I'm saying? They, uh, you know, I talk about, I've talked about the offense all year not being as explosive as we're used to seeing, but it, it doesn't matter when you have, you know, the best quarterback in the league, you know what I'm saying, to, to a point. And um, the defense, if they just keep giving the ball back to him, he's eventually going to put points on the board. You know what I'm saying? So, Right. Uh, you know, he he threw one, and, and I think Pacheco ran one in, and they got a whole bunch of field goals in that process. But I, I was looking at time of possession and offensive plays, and I, I want to say I think the um, I think the Dolphins ran a total of like fifty-seven offensive plays, or something like that. You know what I mean? Whereas Kansas City was able to run like eighty something, you know, offensive yeah. like or close to eighty offensive plays. So, you know, the defense does a really good job at you know taking the ball out of the opponent's hands and putting it back in, in Patrick Mahomes. And uh, I think, what, you know, the best way to beat KC is something the Bills are really good at, you know, at least towards the end of games, is uh, keeping the ball out of Mahomes' hands. Like, that's like the, oh, it's like the best way to beat KC, you know, right. so keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. You can keep the ball out of his hands for the majority of the time, and, um, you, you know, you're you're on the right track, but it's just too cold, man. You know, they're, they're used to it. They practiced in it. Uh, only person on the, the Dolphins who's, you know, any – any what used to it is is the guy who put the only seven points on the board. So right. I think you saw that one coming. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I am interested to hear your thoughts on next week's matchup. Um, but for now they did their thing. And um I do have to mention, you know, Taylor Swift did make so much uh airtime. Like I'm I'm just wondering when this is gonna stop, you know. Yeah. It's funny though, looking back like when we the first game or whatever, we're like, oh okay, whatever. And now yeah been like you know a theme of the year it's like uh, it's too much you know what i'm saying so yeah thing that low-key has me like not wanting to watch the chiefs right now oh for sure likewise you know i kind of feel like too is like if i'm from travis kelsey like i almost kind of don't want her there like i get it he loves her it's his girl but like for me when they lose and she's there and they have all that you know the press is all exactly the press coverage honors like just constantly like, like every play reaction is, yeah you know, then it's gonna be like you know was was taylor swift the distraction is she the reason why they didn't go all the way this you know what i'm saying like and this is gonna be something that it just totally isn't and it's gonna be really dumb and annoying for the team in general and, and at the at, at, and and the crappy part about it is travis kelsey's at the end of it you know what i'm saying so yeah if i'm him i appreciate the support but i'm like let me get you a a place where y'all can maybe watch it somewhere else you know what I'm saying together like i don't know i think i prefer not not or like somehow it. have that glass you know what i'm saying have privacy glass on that suite or something i don't something, know like just to the um, point that she's just not getting more airtime than they are <laughs> right right and you know i can't help but think oh he's ha he had a couple drops in the game you know just a couple weird out of character things it's like uh you know, yeah, what three drops in the first half or something like two, two, like he, yeah he was he was it's drunk. like it's not her fault but at the same time it's right. like it feels that way um, exactly. mom said his mom needed a coat that's for sure too it was super cold but yeah. the jackets were cool the custom jackets were pretty cool yeah um, can't can't lie about that but we've got to see a lot of them um unk says fools were hating on two of folks were hating on uh two a big time 
And yeah, I don't know what the future of lies, uh, you know, with the Dolphins, with Tua, that's going to be a very interesting situation. But mm-hmm. I have to give him credit, though. He did stay healthy all year. He did do a great job. He, I mean, he led that offense pretty much. But, um, you know, a couple times in this game and a couple times throughout the season, though, in those bigger games, like he was getting crushed and he's, you know, getting sacked a lot. And I think that that affects his play. But he's a pretty solid quarterback. What do you think? I'm not a Tua fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that, I mean from, from the standpoint of this, like, I just feel like – the arm's not there. It's, it's a you know, it's definitely one of the weaker arms that we've seen, right? I mean, I know that's not too too crazy. Um, it helps when you have Tyreek Hill. You know what I mean? When when Tyreek Hill's not out there, he struggles. Yeah. Um, if you can't get the ball to Tyreek Hill, he struggles. Uh, and I think one of the biggest things too, in some of the games that Tyreek Hill missed this season from the from the injury, is that Mostart and Archain are so good, right? Like the, right. they had a really really sound running game too. So yeah, um, no question. Before the before they got Tyreek Hill and before uh, Mike McBride came through, they were literally thinking about how they can get rid of him, trade him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they, that, that's that's the the route that they were going. They were literally looking at how they could you know, what they could get for him. So, Which shows you the impact of coaching, like honestly, too. Oh, like he, he told him, like somebody in the situation to be successful. Like exactly, man, a hundred percent. And I think too, like Tyreek Hill is just that kind of game changing player. It doesn't matter who's throwing the ball to him as long as you put it in his hands he's going to do the most with it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but again, it's just one of those things, like even when he has Tyreek open, like Tyreek has to slow down to get, yeah. to the ball. you know, cause yeah. he's so underthrown every time, yeah. but you know, he gets a quarterback who can catch him in stride all the time. Like Patrick Mahomes once did, you know what I mean? As someone who's, he was like that, you know, it's, it's a wrap. So I, I don't yeah. think they're going anywhere. I know they said something back too. It's going to be like the quarterback for a long time or something like that. So they're probably going to pay him the money. Uh, but yeah, I think he is a free agent after this year. I think um, he has this year, and he's like eligible for an extension. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he has his uh, his rookie option, right? Like I don't think he's yeah. re-signed yet, so uh, he's got his fifth year option. They can they can do, um, but you know, it's one of those things until two, it just really completely falls off, or Tyreek goes somewhere else. Like I think he's going to be there for a while. Gotcha. Like you said, especially with good coaching too. Yeah, yeah, that definitely does make a difference. Yeah. Um. All right. Now we got to move into Sunday, which this became the first game of Sunday because the Bills game got moved. But yeah. we had Green Bay going in and basically just 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 taking over AT&T Stadium. I don't understand what it is about this team. Like a lot of the players have changed out, but Mike McCarthy still has some kind of affinity for this team or they have some kind of a loom over him. Um, but I just, you know, Pops and I are watching the game, obviously, and we had a weird feeling right, right from the jump when the Green Bay took the ball. And I know I've talked about this all year. It's like Dallas does not play the same when they play yeah. from behind. Like yeah. if they get the ball and score first, it's totally different outcomes or totally different, you know, uh, direction of the game. Mm-hmm. And the way Green Bay came out and came, and came right down the field and scored, like no problem through the defense, mm-hmm. that definitely did not bode well. I think before we even get into the offensive struggles – I just feel like the defense almost was not prepared and was not up for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like Green Bay knew exactly what they were going to do, how they were going to attack them, and they had the right play call at the right time every time. Yeah. Like throughout the whole game. I will say, though, that you know early on there were some penalties that extended drives, and again, the Cowboys shoot themselves in the foot by doing that a lot. Um, yeah. That kind of helped things along. But you know there were little differences in this game that just skewed things towards the Packers. And, um, you know, obviously Dak and the offense wasn't up to task. I don't know what happened with him and CeeDee Lamb. That was a big play up is like, you know, was there drama or, or were they not on the same page for whatever reason? I don't really understand how they couldn't be. But, again, right. it comes to that preparation. And so, you know, Mike McCarthy, long story short, 3-12 season wins, that's great. But I think he's going to be gone. Um, because I feel like that they have not done enough to instill confidence that when it comes to that big game, are they going to be prepared? Um, Them coming out and being like, oh, we're shocked. It's stunning. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing you say after every big loss. Mm -hmm. Why do you not see it coming? Like, what do you mean you're shocked? Like, every time you can't be shocked. Um, And I just – I don't know. Like, we talked about it before with McCarthy. He's not going to outsmart anybody. It's like if the game plan doesn't work, we just keep trying it over and over and over. And yep. keep sinking farther down. Um, yep. That pick six to that, you know, with to Ceedee Lamb, it's like they were just sitting on that as a robber, yeah, waiting. They knew 
They're going to force the ball to him. They're frustrated. He hasn't gotten a catch, and they're just waiting on it. And it's like, um, I don't understand why we can't see some of those things coming. And, you know, I'm the biggest Dak supporter. I wanted nothing more than to have the Cowboys have success and have him lead them to success. Yeah. But I think that, that is gone too. You know, I think he's going to be out of there. Mm-hmm. No contract extension for him. They're going to find a way to get out of that money. And um, I think the coaching staff is going to ch- – exactly. I think the coaching staff is going to change. It's just really sad because it's like it's a, it's a, it's definitely a big disappointment the way they came out in this game. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I and I do think it's like it's going to be a big change, you know. And I love this team, but they can't get it done. It's going to have to blow up, you know. I think it's really going to have to change. Yeah, I, I yeah I, I agree with literally everything you just said. I I was watching the game and I felt the exact same. That first drive, I was like, it's over. Yeah, I, I just you know you you you, you, you you harp on it every single week. The Cowboys just do not play well when they go down early or they go down first, you know what I mean? Or, you know, the team gets up on them then, and they don't at least match, you know, match the the touchdown or whatever on the next drive or something, you know what I mean? And uh, one thing I want to talk about too is like you, you talked about 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5, and you're absolutely right. Just the same thing every year they won the division in 2001 and, and this past season. The thing that kind of kills me is that it's it's been the same, right? Every year they lose to a team that they had no business losing to. It's always one, like one loss is one of the five. It's always a loss. It's like, what? Like, you know, yeah. Vegas Vegas came up that day. You split one with the Eagles, and then there's and then three of the teams you lose to are teams that are above 500 that you just for whatever reason can't get around, and then you destroy the teams below. Yeah. And, and and it's like that's coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like that's coaching, like that's that's preparation, that's that's adjustments at halftime when you know when things aren't going your way or the way you wanted them to go. And, and like you said, I think it, it's definitely time for McCarthy to be out. Um, he's got to go. There is a slew of great coaches out there right now that y'all could go after. You know what I mean? Like a ton of great coaches y'all could go after. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, I th- and I think a bunch of them would love to go there. You know what I mean? It's the biggest franchise in the NFL. It's one of the biggest franchises in sports. In period. Right. right? Um, so it's like, who wouldn't want to go and be the next, you know, coach of the uh, the Dallas Cowboys? Um, I. Deck is such a great guy. I, I feel bad for him, man. But like when when everything was happening, it was like the person who's not a cow, a cowboy fan. So I know it wasn't for you guys, but it was almost comical. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean, for someone who's not a cowboy, even fan, for us, we're like, dang, like, can yeah, it get worse? Here we go again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, here we go. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, here we go again, man. It's like for whatever reason is it i don't know if it's him trying too hard to silence the people who are constantly telling or saying that he can't he can't be the dude yeah yeah or he can't get past the you know the the big games right the ones that mean the most you know when it comes to playing teams that are playoff teams or above 500 teams or just getting to the playoffs in general i know he's been the starter there for a while right. um i think he still only has two playoff wins you know what i mean so it's like it, it's frustrating for for Cowboys fans. Like I, I wanted this for y'all, but I'm I'm with you, man. Like when it, when it started happening, I was like, this ain't looking good." Yeah, <laughs> you know like what I'm saying? Like, the right way. Yeah, mm. man. Like and it's and and it's because you know we've watched them, you know, closely. You got, obviously it's your guys' squad, so I just I watched them because it's your guys' squad, and you know you're watching the same things happen year after year after year, which I think is why all the Cowboy haters are essentially like, we're not worried about the Cowboys. They're going to do this, you know. The you know, blah 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 blah. blah. Do, yeah. But I, I think, like you said, you know, the Green Bay Packers were so um, so prepared for them, because I think a lot of that had to do with the way the Lions played them a couple weeks ago at home. I, I think they kind of gave them a little bit more of a blueprint on, on how to beat them at home. Yeah. And I think McCarthy wasn't ready. I, I, yeah. I I'm with you on that. I just I feel like McCarthy didn't prepare them well enough. I don't know how well – wasn't there something a while ago that says something like McCarthy doesn't listen too much to his uh, his supporting cast of coaches? I don't remember if that, I don't remember if that was like a thing or if it was with somebody else. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I wish – I you know, I wish I knew like a little bit more of the background. Like, because he's, yeah. he's got a pretty solid staff on his squad. I mean, I mean, especially as far as defense goes, like I can't imagine that he's doing it on his own, you know, but – Right. You know I don't saying? know. 
But yeah, it is interesting with the with the defense too, though, with Dan Quinn too. Like there's a lot of talk about him going being a head coach somewhere, getting being very attractive, you know, to others. Yeah. But then you're gonna put out that performance, like no, you know, it's like that's because no. the thing is the defense gave up. You know, even if we want to take off the pick six, even if we want to take off another turnover, the, yeah, the, the defense still gave up 34 points, 36 points. Like, yeah, honestly, like if you know, if if our defense plays the way they're supposed to, like right. how they've been playing, especially right. at home, at home right. too. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, they they yeah. couldn't get it's us tough. to stop at all. Um, I did want to welcome a couple people to the show. What's good? So, so. Um, and uh, Anthony yeah. Weston as well. Um, I definitely wanted to give Pops, though. Pops said, boo, Cowboys made me cry. No heart. Didn't show up to play. Cowboys should hire Chiefs defensive coordinator as head coach. He will make us play physical sound ball, and he can coach youngsters. Yeah. Yeah, That's I think cool. something like that, you know. Um, and, and one thing that they've always had success under, like, a more disciplinarian type coach, like even when Bill Parcells came there and kind of righted the ship, I think it's time for that kind of a voice, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the players, man, somebody's got to kind of whip them up into shape. Um, didn't, didn't Seattle um, interview Quinn already? Uh, I don't. I think they requested to interview him. I don't know if they actually okay. already did. Since yeah. the, I think they were waiting for after um, this, you know, or the Cowboys to be out or whatever. Gotcha. Like I, <laughs> I, I know, I know the Panthers did a couple of uh, virtual interviews with with the, you know OC from Detroit and stuff like that. So I know some of these guys are here in the playoffs. They've already interviewed a couple of them. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I thought they interviewed Dan Quinn already, but um Yeah, I think they 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 might have done it already or they at least requested, but I didn't know requested yeah. connection there. I, I was just reading Anthony's uh his comments, you know, wondering the same thing, you know what I mean? Maybe his his mindset is already like I know I got a job out there somewhere waiting for me. You know what right. I mean? Right. Well, Anthony Weston says that too. He said, "Do you think Quinn already knows he had a job and spent time working on his staff instead of game planning?" Yeah, and you know, maybe he was distracted or something. I don't know. It was mm. almost like though they all expected, like, "Okay, we'll just beat Green Bay because we're." That's what I was thinking like, too. Dog. That's not how it works, though. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think I think you know a lot of us. A lot of us were like, you know, Green Bay might put up a fight in the you know beginning, but I just felt like Dallas. Had, you know, what I mean, I feel like Dallas should have ran with it. Yeah, and I, and I think maybe they have the same mindset. Like, okay, yeah, it's cute, but you know they're coming to our place. You know, they're still, still a really young team. Like, we should beat them, and right, it just didn't. It just didn't go that way. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was definitely a tough one. Um, a tough one to deal with. You know, and I saw a lot of questions about would y'all would you guys and I'm you know curious what pops thinks too. Would you guys want Bill Belichick if you wanted to take the job? I don't know. I was joking. <laughs> I was joking that like Jerry was calling Bill Belichick at halftime. Oh, I know. You I, know. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I was, I was, I was thinking that, but it would be an interesting pairing only because like Bill Belichick wants total control, and maybe at this point that'd be better for Jerry Jones, and yeah. Jerry can be the mouthpiece for the for the organization, and Bill can just go and run the football thing. I think the only thing is like Bill Belichick will be looking at a more short term thing, like. Yeah. I think he would go somewhere to prove it. He can still coach, maybe make a run at a title, which this might be the perfect opportunity. Who knows? Right. Um, I think what I would maybe want more, even though I would love to have Bill Belichick, you, you know my respect for him. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, if, you know, if we're thinking more long-term, like, and we're thinking more retooling uh, slash rebuilding, like, we need to go get somebody younger. Yeah. Somebody that's going to be there for eight years, ten years, you know? For um, sure. I don't know. I think – I agree with you. Like I, I'm kind of like a lot of people are asking me, like as a Panther fan, like would you want Belichick? Would you want Belichick? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I haven't seen enough from the offense, you know, you know, the Packers for the last couple of years for me to say most definitely. But I do feel like with an established team, an established quarterback, and an established defense, um, not putting so much pressure on Dak because you know they they do throw a lot of screens, they do do a lot of short route stuff, you know, right. especially with CD playing the, uh, <clears throat> the, um, uh, uh, crap, the CD playing the, what's it called? Uh, receiver spot. Um, the slot? yeah, the slot. I, I think, I think he'd be able to do good with them. Cause you know, Dak's not a rookie He's way better than a rookie. He's way better than Matt Jones and, you know, the other kid that they have, but, uh, I'm with you. I don't know necessarily if, like you said, like it would have to be like win now scenario. If we can't get it done yeah. in a year or two, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, Bill, 
and we got to, you know, go from you as well. Yeah, or like bring him in like with a successor plan. Like, all right, this is going to be like the plan. Um, yeah. Pop says Bill would yeah. instill toughness and discipline football, but he but he's willing to coach for five years. Right. I think yeah, because I mean, I think he wants to get the record for like all time wins, and then yeah. he'll be done more. But I think so too. Like I don't know. I just feel like what he's done with these teams that he's had, he hasn't had a lot of talent. They haven't invested a lot of no, money. And he sure. still does does really good. No, for sure. So, you know, it would be Tom Brady got Randy Moss. He really wasn't working with nothing else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can talk about Les Walker and, and Julian Edelman, but even then, at the end of the day, like we talk about all the time, like those dudes aren't like first ballot right. or nothing like that. Those were guys that he poached from other places because he saw the potential in them. Like right. he saw how to use them. Exactly. So, like, I think that that's the thing that, you know, he's definitely like a he, – he's definitely football genius. Could he make it work? And, like, to, to bring a Cowboys Super Bowl back, like, that would be insane. But that's the level of expectation that there is. He might not oh, want that anymore. He's true. had that with the Patriots, and he's seen that fall off. So, true. I don't know. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting one. Um, okay. Last thing real quick, and we'll keep it moving. Unk says, I think it's time for Dak to go elsewhere. As, as hard as it is for me to say that, too, like, I think maybe it'll be better for him, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just to get a, a fresh, start, fresh start, go somewhere where there's not that same expectation. But he is still a great quarterback in this league. Like, and yeah. you see what he can do. It's just there's something there's something there. I don't know what it is, man. Uh, I love that guy. I don't know. I wish him the best, though. But I do think that it's probably over uh, for him there. So. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the Lions uh, taking out the Rams at home 24 to 23. This was a great game. Rams yeah. came back late, had opportunities to potentially go for that game winning field goal. Um, but Detroit held strong, won their first playoff game that they had hosted. And they hosted their first playoff game since, I don't know, 1990 or something. Something like that. Know. Yeah. Something crazy. Um, yeah. But um, mom said, Rams broke my heart, score TDs in the red zone. And that definitely yeah. does make a big difference. They had to rely on. A lot of field goals when they were coming back, so that's rough. But um, what did you think about the game, though? You think that Detroit did enough, or that? Yeah, uh, I, think I think I think you know. Martin has talked about it. You know, uh, I think the last two weeks is you know the Rams were definitely one of those teams that you didn't want to see. You know what I mean? So you know, regardless of having home field advantage, whatever the case may be, um, uh, the Rams are a really tough team, especially when their defense is playing well. You know what I mean? If their defense is playing well, because they you know. They've lost a bunch of guys since the Super Bowl. Right. Um, but, you know, I think Detroit, like, uh, you know, uh, 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 Dan Campbell, he had a lot of uh, – you know, he's, he's, he's an aggressive play caller. You know what I'm saying? Or not play caller because, you know, the OC play uh, calls the plays. But when it an comes to – Aggressive coach, fourth, yeah. Yeah, he's an aggressive coach. So, like, the fourth down stuff, like, he, he likes to go for it. He likes to take um, – he likes to keep the ball in his offense's hands, right? Right. Um, and, it, and it worked out for him. You know what I mean? Like, they had the ball – Two minute warning, and they ended up getting the first down still, and ran the clock out basically after that. Um, but I, I'll say this, man: if I'm the Rams, uh, Puka is that dude. Like he is, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, I mean, he's an absolute monster, man. Like he took over when when Cup was injured, uh, and he's been the best receiver even once Cup returned and got his footing back. Right and on them. As much as I hate to say it. Because Atwell was actually really, really good this season too. I'm trading Cooper Cup, like you know what I'm saying, and I'm, and I'm trading them while they can get the most for him because dude gotcha. is definitely on the decline. You know what I'm saying? He's he's definitely on the downside of his hill, then continuing to go up. So um, they almost found the perfect swap out, like dude. He, he's like his clone, just <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And he got to learn from him this year. Like he's learned a lot from him. I'm sure. Exactly. Like, and he's a rookie too, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, he just, you know, he broke some records for the for the rookie. Um, I think rookie yeah, most like catches great. and yeah. most yards. Yeah, exactly. And then, he, so, and then he broke the record for the most yards in a playoff game by a rookie too. In the, yeah, in exactly. Game. He was a beast, man. He was a beast in this game too. And uh, I, yeah, like I'm I'm getting, you know, I, I love Cooper Cup. I think he's one of the best. You know, he's been one of the best. But like, I'm I'm trading while I can before it it gets. Not worse because he didn't have a whole. He didn't have a bad year in the games that he played. Right. Just not used to what we. He's you know what two two knee injuries now. So uh, yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm like all right, man. We Anthony says uh, we did. yeah, got a championship out of it. Yeah, well, I'll at you for sure. Anthony West says Cup is going to the Chiefs. That would be dope for oh, he might. Um, 
Who do you think will win offensive rookie there, Puka or Stroud? Stroud for sure, only yeah. because of the position he plays too. Oh, Puka yeah. definitely had it. He would have won it any other year, but yeah, for sure. He'll, he'll, I'm sure he'll be okay okay with all those records he broke though. Yep. Yep. So, all right, we'll see. We'll keep it moving here because I know we're going long on football, but this is the in depth. Uh, Steelers Bills. I guess this one we won't have a lot a lot to talk about. Um, you know, the Bills handle business, got some mm. long Josh Allen runs. No, I don't think any turnovers for the Bills, which is that big difference. <laughs> usually. Right. Um, but the Steelers, it was interesting that they um, were asking Tomlin about his contract. You have one more year on your contract left. And in the middle of the question, in the middle of the press conference, he just walked out. Yeah. Um, mad respect for that because it's like he shouldn't have to answer those type of questions. No. Um, you know, he's he's done what he's you know done he's continued to have a record of you know over 500 for so many consecutive years mm -hmm. um they did come out earlier and you know tomlin did say he was going to be the coach of the steelers for next year so apparently that's been figured out but i this was my guy i was hoping for like in a dream scenario it was like <laughs> if, the right. Cowboys, if the steelers for whatever reason wanted to part ways with him the yeah. Cowboys go to get him like that would have been incredible and the steelers uh, are a huge franchise too so and with high with high expectations so it's not even like he'd be you know, he wouldn't. It's not like he's something that he'd be, uh, you know, shied away from or or afraid of. You know, what I'm saying like he, you know, yeah. Cowboys a little bit bigger, but the Steelers are a big organization too that expect championships. Right, and I don't know if uh, Jerry would be willing to go that route, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> right. I feel like, I mean, I feel like there wouldn't be like a better guy like to take over a team like because he instills toughness. Uh, character accountability like exactly. he's a, they they win games like with shoestrings and and toothpicks and stuff like if they really? have to, like they just make it happen so um but the mason rudolph sanity is over yes um you know what i'm saying he couldn't make that magic uh happen and hopefully they have a new starter coming into next year but all right um i think there's not much more to say to that we'll, we'll have to talk about the matchups but um this one was very interesting eagles bucks yeah. bucks 32 to nine. This is the only thing that, you know, lessened the blow of the Cowboys a little bit is right. to see the Eagles continue their downfall, their downward spiral. Um, the Bucks uh, did their thing and Baker Mayfield had a great quote with like winning cures a lot of things. And it really does like it changes uh, people's impressions and situations. And, you know, he was dealing with some things that week, but they had a big win. What do you think about the Bucks Eagles? Man, this is this is one of those games we talked about. I think on Saturday morning when we did secure the bag, where it was like, should the Eagles win this game? Yes, but they've also dropped five of six and now six of seven. You know what I mean? And 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 they were playing in Tampa Bay. So, and I, I think I even mentioned that you know Baker Mayfield had kind of a poor game the week before, so I expected a bounce back game in this one. But to see them beat them this bad, to see to see the the Eagles play this poorly regardless of not having A.J. Brown, because they still have entirely too many weapons, you know what I'm saying? Swift, yeah. Smith, Goddard, like, they still have too many weapons to, to for me to to believe that they should have or could have lost to the Buccaneers, right? Yeah. But but hats off to the Bucs. Baker Mayfield ha has, has done extremely, extremely well since uh, being released by the Panthers last year, going to the Rams, winning their last couple of games playing well, getting the starting job at the Buccaneers, um, and then winning the NFC South and winning the you know their home playoff game. Uh, you know, again, as a Panther fan, it sucks because for me, I'm like, it's just like we should have held on to CMC. We should have held on to DJ Moore. Uh, our biggest problem for these last couple of years has been coaching. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think Wilkes proved that. As soon as Rule left, he turned things around. And then, you know, we don't have him. And then, Back to bad coaching, offensive line is horrible. Like we could have stuck it out with Baker, I think, if we had the right coaching staff. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, but you know, I'm happy for him. Like he he's had to deal with a lot of scrutiny. You know what I mean? And, and just in general, the commercials, whatever. Not thinking that he's this, not thinking that he's that, and he's been quiet. Something that we I don't think anyone expects of Baker Mayfield, right? You think Baker Mayfield, you don't necessarily think quiet. Um. So. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that he uh, he he did his thing. He, you know they're playing well, and we'll see what they got next week. I don't, well, I, I, yeah. I don't think they get this upcoming weekend, but you know we'll see. For sure, mom says still hate Mayfield. I can't believe the Eagles <laughs> imploded like that. And yeah, I'm I'm surprised by the Eagles as well. I, I figured they could potentially lose this game, but that wouldn't be quite like that. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely um definitely a uh, you know 
That's a big loss. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. So that tees us up for oh, – this is funny, though. Mom said Jerry would pass in, in regards to Jerry and uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we have – oh. Okay, so here we have the matchups for next week. Um, and just want to talk about them really quickly, but we will go in-depth on Secure the Bag later this week, probably next, probably Saturday again. Yeah. Um, but um, for now, Ravens-Texans, I think that's very exciting. I feel like if the Texans can be on a roll and if the Ravens kind of not get stale, well, but if they, you know, if they you know, somehow they you know get a little rust, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. Um, but I think that the Ravens have played so well this year, though, I, I'm really thinking that they should probably handle business. Yeah. I think it's starting off slow, but – because you know, their starters have actually been out for two weeks, you know what I'm saying? So, right, um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I great win last week, I don't see it against the Ravens. Yeah, that's a different, that's a different ask for sure. Yeah, um, then you've got Green Bay and San Francisco. Um, I definitely know that San Francisco won't quite get caught off guard the way the Cowboys did. I trust their coaching staff a little bit more, but there are interesting wrinkles because Green Bay's coach, you know. Uh, was closely tied to Shanahan as well. Oh, yeah. um, so I think that that'll be a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. But I would expect a, a really good performance again from the defense would be needed for Green Bay to to, to stay in that game. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially with San Francisco, they've had time to get healthy. And when they're healthy, they're – when they're healthy, they look like the Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right, Detroit and Tampa Bay, I think we kind of both – uh, well, you said how you felt about that one. I, I agree with you on that one. Um, Detroit, though, that's so cool. They get to host another playoff game. I know that that's big for them. I know they'll be thoroughly prepared for that game. Probably a little bit too much to ask for the Bucks, But the Bucks defense did play really well against the Eagles. Um, yeah. Let's see if they can do that against the Lions, who were kind of playing a little bit better than the Eagles have been. So. For sure. Um, and then the big one, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Yeah, man, this is the you know this is kind of the biggest game of the of the weekend. I think you know what I mean these teams know each other very very well. They've played each other many a times in the regular season and in the playoffs. Um, and you know last time you know Bills Bills got them a little bit by a field goal. So I, you know Kansas City is gonna be coming ready to play. And um, this one's tricky. This one's actually really tricky. But I think I kind of like KC and in 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 get their lick back. You know what I mean? But we'll we'll see. Yeah. If Allen can play turnover free ball, I got the Bills. But if he turns the ball over even just once to me, I think it's a wrap. <laughs> gotcha. Can be yeah. against KC. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you. I think I'm leaning Kansas City in this one a little bit only because that's what kind of history tells us. And I still trust Mahomes, you know, to get it done. And yeah. uh, Rice has started to really kind of step up and take that receiver lead receiver role. I think yeah, that that's is. important for them too. And then, of course, what we've talked about all year is the defense is just the the, the game changer for them. Like they've never had a defense like ride or die for them like this. So I think that that will make the difference. I trust how that defense knows how to play Josh Allen. So yeah, I'm saying the chiefs in a close one. Um, this is their first time going on the road under Mahomes' era. And they talk about that a lot, but I'm not really tripping about that. I don't think yeah. Defense travels. That. Yeah. Defense definitely travels. Yeah, for sure. So Anthony Weston's ready. Yep. He's got all of his uh, points ready to go. But he agrees that that we uh, that, that Kansas City owes them. He says so. Yeah, for sure. That's going to be a great one. We'll break those down a little bit more. But that's the four matchups going into this weekend, and then um, you know the weekend after that, we'll have we'll be down to the conference championship, so we can see who's going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know it's funny. I'm actually extremely curious about this uh, Bucks Detroit game because even though I think Detroit wins, they're they're not so. They're not so like, you know, San Francisco or even, you know, what we thought the Cowboys should be that where the Bucks can't get them. You know what I mean? So I think it'd be a very, right. interest, very interesting NFC uh, championship matchup if it's like, you know, hell, let's say it's like Green Bay in Detroit. Like, that would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, because San Francisco can lose, too, if they come in, you know, unprepared with, you know, all that time they had off. But yeah, that, one, that one's interesting to me. I think we expected San Francisco to get to the NFC championship, but. That one's surprising because I did not expect other one. Well, Detroit maybe, but definitely not the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that'll be an interesting one, most definitely, because yeah, when you start to look at it, it's like one of these teams is going to go to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, um, right. It's like that's really that's really crazy. Um, Anthony Weston says, "A Dub, it's a somber mood here with the Cowboys." I bet between that and the weather, 
I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? It's going to take, yeah. it's going to take like at least a week or more, you know what I'm saying? To get over it. The, the, the city will, will kind of have to heal. But the hard part is too, it's like, then you have to turn around and watching football. You're like, dang, this should have been us. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't even really enjoy, you know what I'm saying? The games and more, cause you're thinking about your, how your team went out like punks, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's the hard part. But I like this one. Refs will cheat for Bills. <laughs> Hope Mahomes can work his magic. And, uh, yeah, and Kelsey can get his freaking hand on football. He's trying, but yeah, media won't let him. No, It's but, weird. It's um, weird. It's weird just watching, like, he hasn't even he hasn't scored a touchdown in weeks. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and, you know, dropping, dropping easy passes he normally catches. Some wide yeah. open ones, too. Yeah. That's yeah, weird. Sure. It is strange. Um, we talked about the coaches that have been fired. But nobody has been added to this list yet, but also nobody – but we do have – or no, I'm sorry. We do have a couple of people that have been added to this list sort of. Not necessarily fired, but we yeah. have Pete Carroll who they mutually agreed um, even though that seemed weird because he just was saying how he was good to go. Um, and then, of course, we have Bill Belichick and the Patriots, um, you know, parting ways with Bill Belichick. Now, the Patriots already hired Jerron Mayo to take over, which was kind of like a – background successor plan for a while yeah that's not surprising i guess the only tells me that they weren't really upset with the system they just felt like they needed some fresh freshness to it because yeah. because bayo played for bill belichick and then he coached under bill belichick his whole career so he kind yeah. of is going to have that same style you would think yeah. uh, it's not going to be a big departure from what they've already known but um it'll be interesting to see what happens with bill belichick next he did um you know um interview with atlanta but um I don't know. It's just crazy because I think Bill Belichick really did set the standard for like what a coach is supposed to be. And like how, like, I think he um, became a comparison point for a lot of coaches that couldn't hold up to that. I think that's why a lot of coaches get fired quickly too, because there's all these such great expectations. Like if you're going to do something, you should be able to do it. Whereas I feel like not that long ago, 10, 15 years ago, you would give coaches more time to figure something out. Right. That's but, thing. I saw what, what Ant said. He, he said something, you know, a little bit higher up about, you know, teams giving up on good coaches and moving on from good coaches just because they didn't have the season they should have had. But it's like, you know, Pop says it a lot too, whereas like, you know, good coaches, you know, good quarterbacks, like the dudes don't grow on trees, you know what I mean? So yeah, you might not have had the season you would have liked, but if you let them go, like who's better? You know what I mean? Who's better than the coach you currently have right now? Right. You know, what I mean, yeah. it's like Tomlin. He, he's he to me. Tomlin's stuck in this like, I'm a great enough coach where I'm gonna always be over 500, but yeah. because I'm always over 500, I'm never low get enough. The pieces I need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it's, so it's like, I mean, you know, they've got they have two really good receivers. They just have a, have a quarterback to get it to them. Right. Right. Now for sure, um, it will be interesting to see what happens. With these two guys, I think Pete Carroll, they did say that they're going to have an advisory role for him, but I feel yeah. like I, I don't know if that's going to satisfy him. So I could see him potentially even coming back um, with a different team or oh, or maybe getting a different job. Um, so we'll see about that one. But um, but yeah, we'll um, I guess we'll leave it right there. We did have Alex going six and zero, so congrats again to him. And mm-hmm. don't forget to continue your picks and uh, continue to check out Secure the Bag later this week. We'll be bringing you our breakdown and our picks against the spread. Um, but um, I wanted to get to a couple quick um, NFL comments before we go out of there. Unk says, <laughs> Baker Mayfield reminds me of Johnny Manziel. He's like the new and improved, like the better version, though. Yeah, for definitely sure, you know. a better version, that's for sure. <laughs> but kind of kind of reminiscent. Um, Stephanie says, I'm rooting for the Lions to take it all. Wouldn't that be incredible? That would be really cool. Like, that honestly, nice. that would be tight. Um and and um, Unk has said a couple times like it might be a team from left field that we're not really expecting. So that would be that would be really cool. She also yeah. said at least the Eagles went out like punks too. Uh, <laughs> does right. make it feel better. That does make it feel better. Um, and uh, Anthony Weston said Sirianni. Um, he might be added to that list. I, yeah. I can see that. I Me too. That. Yeah, Anthony Weston says somebody actually picked Green Bay. Yeah, the only one to pick him, and he did, and he picked all the other ones right too. All the other upsets right too. So. Great job, Alex. Yeah. Um, NBA, nothing really too crazy, but I don't know if you've seen this, but Mike Brown um, the other day pulled out a pulled out the, t- the laptop to break down the film to show exactly how the refs were being inconsistent <laughs> with the calls, <laughs> which I thought was a pretty gangster move. Like I Me really like that. 
Um, Cause he knew he's going to get fined. Right. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to make it worth it. You know, yep. he's like, if I'm going to play it and put it down, then I'm going to go ahead and, and do it right. Um, so he did get fined $50,000 for that. But I, I think that that's kind of gangster. Yep. Um, I feel like, you know, if things continue, like, he might have to have another session. He's like, I'll just pay for it again. <laughs> you know, say, let me take this film down for you. <laughs> I know. Um, I love it though, man. I, you know, the one thing I, I, I can't stand in just in all aspects of sports is like referees are just there. They're never, uh, they're not held accountable by any, by any standard. You know what I mean? And yeah. and a lot of times they can, they can govern the way a, a, a game goes just, you know, yeah, like, they can change the flow of it. The out, I mean, like, they really can. 100% man. And like, we talk about inconsistencies all the time and, and when there's something that happens that's just horrible, just you know, the whole world is like this. This can't happen. Like this can't go on. It's like you know, there's no statement from the NFL or NBA. There's no apology for the oh yeah, you know, our mistake is our bad. We did make the mistake. Uh, we did go back and watch. Like there's nothing that ever happens. But but coaches and players though, they say they do the wrong thing. They they question it and they're fined immediately. So I know he he knew he was gonna take that bump, man. But I he took it on the chin. I loved it. I loved every every bit of it. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff, for sure. Um, so I definitely wanted to point that out, give our props to Mike Brown. And he definitely he came up kind of as a film guy, so he, he knows yeah. how to break it down. Um, the other little story we had for NBA, the the Warriors have basically said that they're open for business. Anybody but Curry is, uh, <laughs> is open for business. But do you see them making any major moves? Uh, um, because the pieces that they have to deal with, might not seem as attractive as once were. Like it's weird to say, but is it too late? You know? Yeah, man. It's funny. I I've been seeing a bunch of like hoop fans, you know, just sports fans in general, but you know, the Warriors happen to be their team. And it's gonna be difficult. Because and, and I hate to say this, but Kerr has done a really horrendous job with the lineups this year. Yeah. So so like He's constantly switching, giving dudes more minutes who don't need that many minutes and dudes who need more minutes, less minutes. Like he's been, I get it. You're a coach. You're trying to figure out how to, how to fix their, their current woes. But when you do that and nobody is playing well, their draft stock drops. Right. So like, I I think it is going to be difficult to maybe get some, some trade value for some guys that, Mm -hmm. you know, just last season you could have gotten rid of for way more compared to right now. It's like, I'm not going to give you, you know, like if you want to trade Andrew Wiggins, you trade Andrew Wiggins after the the finals run that he had, right? Like, right. But and the right stock now, is high. yeah, one he's off the bench, he's starting, he's off the bench, he's starting, he's got two points, he's got eleven, he's got eighteen, he's back to six. You know what I mean? Like, all of their players except Steph Curry just aren't playing very well right now. So <laughs> it just yeah. it's going to be difficult to to trade them and to get what they want back for them. You know what right. I'm saying? Because I know they're looking for some, like, city Some magic thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking, too. It's like they're definitely looking for, like, it's like you're, you're not going to find, like, that magic, you know, that magic, magic potion out there. Right. Or that, that certain player that's just going to come in and change your, your system, like, it's it's tough, you know. You might be able to change to trade to like get something to change it up, but even then, like, can you dig out of this hole? Are you going to be that much better? No, um, I mean, seriously. I talked about I think last week or two weeks ago when I was like, the Warriors aren't even going to make the play-in, and they probably not, like like they have to make changes like ASAP, Rocky, yeah. and 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 not and there's almost no time to even get chemistry. Like whoever they trade and get, it's got to be immediate. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like. Because the West is so incredibly deep, and right now they're on the outside looking in at even the play-in tournament. Like, they're mm-hmm. not winning games. They just got smacked the other night by Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Memphis is even without Jaw still. So, that's not, that's not, good. It's not a good sign, you know what I mean? Like, it might be time for a blow-up. It might even be time for a new coaching change, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Steph only has probably a couple super solid years left, you know what I mean? So, right. It's, it's, it's when now where Steph's chilling. He's made it right. out of ships. Well, I do. I, I mean, I will be interested to see how – specifically how that plays out and then how that does impact the rest of his career, you know, because right. I don't know if he would want to leave. But at the same time, like, if he turns into uh, – because you, you can shoot for a long time, right? Oh, yeah, if especially like him. Yeah, like, so if you're not trying to be, you know, the, the same type of ball handler or whatever like that, you know, he could turn into a Ray Allen – and he could go somewhere, you know what I'm saying, and just yep. be like a deadly shooter. 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, how the rest of his career plays out. But I do think that they need to make major changes and there's not going to be some special magic thing that is going to come in and save them. Right. So, right. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, the other um, – well, we'll go ahead and move on then from that. I think, though, not really too much things to, to, for basketball, but I did want to mention that the trade deadline is February 8th, which, crazy as, enough, as it is, like that's like three weeks away. So it is coming up pretty soon. It <laughs> right. seems like it sounds like it's far away, but uh, February 8th is coming up soon, so we'll see what ha- does happen at the trade deadline for these teams. Um all right, next we got to move to other sports. We got to talk about Nick Saban. We haven't had a chance to talk about him retiring since we were together last. Um, and this is another guy, right? Like him and Bill Belichick, like going out like two days, like a day apart or whatever. It's pretty crazy because like at the NFL level and at the NCAA level, like those are two coaches that literally like we were talking about defined success. Like, yeah. and was like the barometer and the measuring stick for like what is successful or not. Um but yeah, Nick Saban goes out with six titles at Alabama, seven titles total. But his record ending in Alabama, two hundred and one and twenty nine, like um, that's that's pretty insane over you know that that course of history. And then twenty two ninety two seventy one and one is his total uh, college um, coaching record. But what did you think? Were you surprised by Nick Saban going out? Do you think he's Thank done you, coaching? You know, I feel like you know, it was funny. I feel like Saban. If he if Saban decides to never coach again, I know he's going to be a college football analyst. Like yeah. I, I just know it. Like he's, they're going to go after him. They're going to give him a whole bunch of money. I know. I know. I just I know it. Like if he decides not to coach again, um, he's going to be all right. Uh, and I think he's going to be a pretty decent one too. And uh, Saban's shoes are not ones that I would want to fill. At least not first. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I w- I would not want to yeah. you know be the guy who goes to Bama for the first year after Saban. Um, I'd imagine just because of recruiting, like you're, you'll be fine in a sense, but I'll, I'll, I'll take the second job after he's gone. You know what I'm saying? But um, that, that one threw me off. I had no idea that he was going to be retiring this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, crazy. I, I was surprised by that as well. Um, it, it is pretty, it is pretty, pretty crazy, but um, <laughs> mom says saving or Satan good riddance. <laughs> But the thing is, like, as much as you don't like him, mom, I understand. But it's like you you gotta respect, like, and under or you gotta understand. Like, I mean, he's great coach. Like, you can't deny that part. Yeah. Um, Stephanie Washington said, "My birthday." Oh, so two eight is her birthday. I know she's Aquarius gang too. Right. So that's what's up. We got some celebrations coming up for sure. Oh yeah. Unc says Saban and Belichick need to join Bass Pro Fishing Tour. That would be pretty gangster. But I could see. Saban, like you said, being a really great analyst, they have had him a couple times, like when Alabama right. didn't make the playoff and he exactly. would go on there. Yep. And I do think like he could easily replace Coach Lee Corso, like in like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like because it's time Corso's going out. So who better to have you if you need a new coach, you know? Oh, you, yeah. can, you can have Nick Saban. So we'll see. But as you were talking about, I did want to mention, yeah, uh DeBoer, mm-hmm. uh Kalen DeBoer. Washington is uh, Washington's coach. He has some huge shoes to fill, and that's for sure. And I almost think, like you said, Strizzy, like there were some guys, high-level guys that were probably like, mm, I'm not sure, you know? Yeah. Like, um, and and kind of not wanting to be that next guy to take all that scrutiny. Um, so I do commend him for taking the job, yep. and I do think that he will do pretty well. He, he made some hires that will kind of help him recruit in that area because he's never recruited in the South before, but that should be okay because Alabama, I mean, that, that carries a pretty big name, but he is going to have some things to prove as far as like, are they going to fall off or not? You know? Um, So it'll be interesting, but I think, yeah, there's probably some guys that really want that job um, that are waiting, you know what I'm saying? Like give it two years or three years. And if this guy doesn't survive, they will be back in the reins for a coach. And like you said, be that second person in that way you don't get the direct comparison and you still get all the benefits from it. Um, but yeah, um, mom's mentioned she's glad the Alabama coaches are heading to Georgia. Yeah, there are a few coaches that are actually going to Georgia from Alabama after the departure. As DeBoer kind of creates his new staff, um, there's a lot of ties between the two schools, you know, with, with Kirby being there too. So we'll yep. see. Um, but yeah, um, crazy, crazy stuff. A lot of interesting changes and a lot of guys, especially if you throw in Pete Carroll to the mix and stuff, like, that have been coaching for a long time in certain places that are going to have new coaches. So 
Yep. Wow. Um, I think it's some good stuff. You know, I think it's it's cool to change things a little bit. Big time. Um, I think it's a I think it's a great shakeup. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, when I think about Alabama, I think about Saban. I, I don't even think about anybody else, right? You know, like not a player that's ever gone there. Like, it's it's him, right? You know, even with you know the Patriots, you know, obviously Tom Brady, but if it's not him, it's it's Bill. You know what I yeah. mean? I didn't. I I forgot and didn't really realize. Like, I knew it'd been a while, but I didn't realize. You know, even Pete Carroll being at Seattle for the last 14, 15 years. Yeah, wow, long time. You know, that's a hell of a long time. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's just you know, it's crazy how time flies. And you know, just when you think of those places, you think of those guys. So, um, it is. It's, it's weird to think that they're not going to be there anymore. Yeah, for sure. Anthony Weston says Bear Bryant, and 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 Mom says not Bear Bryant. But honestly, I kind of I, I get what you guys are saying. Bear Bryant was legendary there, but I think yeah. he outdid him. Like, yeah. I mean, um, I think I think he, you know, I think he kind of took that that spot. Yeah. And Jalen DeBoer did say that Nick Saban would have full access to Alabama going forward. Where it's mm-hmm. like, I think he just said that kind of for the recruiting trail too. Like, he's not going away, but he is. You know, what I'm saying like he's yeah. not going to be. He's not gonna be there, um, you know, in the trenches with him. But I don't know. Um, interesting stuff, though. But we'll see um, how though that goes forward. And um, the only last thing we wanted to go out on this is whether you guys like this or not, or whether you saw this. But at the Australian Open, which is now underway um, on Court Six, they now have like a bar side court, and it's this two story bar that's like right along one side of the court. And they're basically, you know, it's hot in Australia right now. It's the summer there. They're trying to give, like, new ways for people to hang out and enjoy the tennis tournament and, like, drink. Almost kind of like um, the FedEx, you know, like the, the golf tournament is here, like, where yeah. they have, like, grandstand places. Um, but the players are giving a mixed reviews. Some are saying it's cool and it brings energy. Some are saying it's really distracting, like, having, like, this many people, like, right there next to you. Um, also, I feel like they would have to watch out. Sometimes the ball might go flying in there, you know? Yeah. Um, but what do you think about this, like seeing this? Um, do you like that setup or, or, or what? Um, not really. I think like from, from a player standpoint, I feel like it would be kind of distracting. You know what I mean? And you know, like you said, balls flying, it goes and knocks something over or whatever. I mean, then it makes, you know, it slows things down. And if I'm the one who's got the momentum going and it's got to stop or get distracted because of it, you know, not really, not really a big fan of it, but, you know, but at the same time too, like, you know, sometimes fun change is good. And I know a lot of times they do these things to bring in a different, a different audience that they're not used to having. So so I I completely get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I see what they're trying to do. And I do think at least they didn't put it on the, you know, anywhere near the main court, right? It's the sixth court. So as yeah. the tournament goes on, you know, they move to the bigger courts or the, the bigger names are on the bigger courts. But still, I do think it's I think it's yeah. kind of weird. Anthony Weston says not bad unless it affects the play. Right. Unk says a bar next to courtside. Mom says it disrespects the game. And <laughs> Anthony <laughs> says it'll end once a drunk person wanders onto the court. See, that's my thing, too. Like, they're right there. They could easily, like, toss a drink or, like, get mad or, like, they're pretty yeah. close. Right. Um and mom's addition, I, I kind of think it does too. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's not quite that much of a spectator sport. Right. Um, if you had like stands a little bit up, like, and then you had something that overlooked it, like a suite type thing where there was like glass and it was back a little bit where you could still like be at the bar but watch the tournament. Yeah. But that's like really close there. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. But yeah, I agree. It's a tricky situation. Yeah, but, yeah, for know. sure. I see that they're trying to do something different, but I don't think it'll be back or catch on at other tournaments. I, I don't know. <laughs> for um, sure. But like you said, though, they're trying to get a different type of crowd, and they're trying to sell the fun of it. And exactly. the Australian Open does do big numbers. Like, I think they said something like 90,000 people, like, go to the tournament. And I'm like, dang, there's not that much room on the court, so maybe they're trying to just figure out different ways to, to do, you know, to, to bring more people in. Yeah. And as Grace says too, another moneymaker. I think that's like true. Like they just be like, hey, you know, you just get your little day pass. You can wander in here. You know, you'd be yeah. right next to the action. Might get hit in the face. You know, you never know. <laughs> you so, never know. I think it's a. I think it's a selling point. Um, that's hilarious. But it is a big tournament to try it at, though, for the first time. Like you know, yeah. Um, yeah uh, uh, not sure it would be done in Wimbledon. Yeah, they're too like respectful, and you can't even wear nothing but white there. You know, and you can't. You got to be quiet and everything like that. Um, so definitely different. 
Well, all right. That's what's up. Uh, we're going to leave it right there. We appreciate everybody rocking with us yeah. uh, week to week. And uh, we're holding it down for our brother Marcus as well. We love him, but he is busy as usual, as uh, which is, <laughs> you know how that goes. Um, but we'll be sure to get his impressions on the Cowboys disappointment, um, you know what I'm saying, in the near future too, because we know we want to hear from our brother as a Cowboys Absolutely. fan too. Absolutely. Um, but that's what's up. Uh, next week is episode 300. And wow. this is really – no, it's not 300. What is two two thirty? Oh yeah, two thirty. My bad, my bad. Not three hundred. What what am I talking about? Two thirty. I was like, wait, like I think I have a typo over here somewhere. But um, so two thirty. I was like, I know it's a, a a number, but not that number. Um, but um, anyways, we'll be next. We'll be back next Tuesday for episode two thirty. But this weekend we will be um breaking down the divisional round, those four NFL games. So come back for that. Make sure you put your picks in, and also Super Bowl squares are on sale. So holler at your guala. And uh, let's have something to root for because I definitely won't be rooting for my Cowboys on Super Bowl Sunday. So <laughs> yeah. I have some numbers to root for instead. So let's get the money up. <laughs> All right, that's what it is. Um, but until next time, it's your boy A Dub. Hey, boy, Shizzy, y'all. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.